to the Thousand Word Midlife Crisis. I'm your host, Dave Young. Episode 10, Puppy Love. So, one day my daughter decided she wanted a dog. Well, it didn't just happen on one day, but there was definitely a time before she wanted a dog and a time after. It happened somewhere around when she was seven. Knowing me, my daughter said she wanted something at 8 a.m., I'd have it delivered in her room by 5 p.m. I'm like Amazon Prime without the OSHA violations. As a parent, I'm a marshmallow-filled pillow covered in feathers, dusted in talcum powder. So when my daughter said she wanted a dog, I was for it. But my wife said, let's think about it, which everyone in the family knows means no. Actually, it means two words, of which no is the second. My wife thought that was the end of it, but having my DNA meant my daughter was just getting started. A couple of months later, my daughter wrote me a letter. Well, I think it was to me. She had used the less popular spelling of my name that included the number three. After some small talk about what she's learned in school and a perfunctory inquiry as to my health, she got to the main point. Would it be possible for me to walk up and down the street, knock on doors, and ask if anyone had a spare dog they wanted to give us? Makes total sense. She had discerned that her lack of dog wasn't about availability, but about the logistics of distribution. Obviously, one of our neighbors was taking care of a dog they didn't want, and it was up to me to find them. I can't remember if I politely turned down her request or lied and said I had done it, but either way, I was not going door to door as I flat out hated our neighbors, which is a topic for another time. In December, when asked what she wanted from Santa, she said, forget all the other stuff. I want a dog. Sounded like a good deal to me, but again, not to my wife. If she gets a dog, guess who will end up feeding it and washing it and taking it out, she said. I responded, don't worry, you won't have to do that. Damn right, she said. I was talking about you. Now, when I first met the woman who was to become my wife, I knew she was smart funny, and pretty. But at no time did I realize she was a gifted fortune teller. But apparently, she was. Finally, in a moment of weakness, my wife's defense fell just a sliver. After my daughter offered for the umpteenth time, if I do all the research and find the nicest dog that takes the least work, can we think about it? My wife got as far as, yeah, in the sentence, yes, but that doesn't mean we're getting a dog, before my daughter ran out of the room cheering. She'd gotten her answer, and it hung up on us. She then studied dog breeds like she was working on the Da Vinci Code, and finally selected Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, or the same breed as Lady and Lady and the Tramp. So now that we know what we want, how do we... My daughter shoved a piece of paper in my hand. It was an email to Cavalier breeders in the area. Her writing was equal parts sweet and charming, and was a perfect query letter. While I won't go so far as to say I was jealous of my 12-year-old daughter's writing, alright, fine, I was jealous. Some of you are listing all the things that are terrible about dog breeders, and yes, that kind does exist. But we found a lovely woman who cared for her dogs as much as I cared for my kids, and maybe even more so, as the puppies looked like they had been recently bathed. The breeder was so taken with my daughter's letter that she had a cute white and brown puppy picked out for her. While my daughter was getting acquainted with the dog, I saw one of its litter mates looking directly at me. I picked him up and announced to whomever could hear me, mine. Everyone laughed, except me. 
This was my fur bro, and we could not be separated. Each time we returned for my daughter to learn more about taking care of her puppy, I'd reach over and grab my puppy and reiterate, mine. Okay, said the breeder, what's his name? Angus McFurface, I replied, like I was reporting an existing fact. This is the moment where we take a step back and observe that somehow I'd become the protagonist in my daughter's story. But then we found out two dogs were twice the price of one, so odds were against us getting both puppies. Since my daughter would get hers, something that was obvious to everyone but me, we would have to make a decision about mine. By the time we did, the breeder informed us that Angus had already been promised to another family, but my wife said she would meet with her to discuss it. At dinner that night, my wife gave me the bad news. The other family will be getting Angus. What? Like, what? Did you even try? Do you not realize Angus and I are soulmates? Are they even going to call him Angus? Are they going to call him something evil like Nixon or Adolf? Did you offer them double? Triple? Defeated, I sat there looking like somebody had, well, stolen my dog. My children, who had never seen me cry, were so freaked out they looked to their mother, who turned out to be even more freaked out than they were. Family meeting, she announced, walking away from the table with the kids. I sat there waiting, constructing Sylvia Plath-like poetry in my head. When they returned, they told me the other family was actually cool and took another dog. The plan was to tell me I wasn't getting Angus and then give him to me the next week on my birthday. But as the breeder had predicted, this didn't work at all. So that day, my children learned that their father pouts until he gets his way, as opposed to his daughter, who spends years begging, strategizing, and researching until she gets hers. I like my way better. And so does Angus. So until next time, stay safe, be kind, and remember, a colonoscopy is an interesting way to try to find your inner child. Yours in crisis, Dave. This is a thousand word midlife crisis written and narrated by David Young. Special thanks to graphic designer Sabrina Young for the logo and musician Daniel Vesey for the music. This has been a Carson Clay production.